0: Welcome to 51 First
1: Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza.
0: And I'm Kimmy. And this is 51 First Dates, a podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, dating. (laughs) But... It's a fun one. I made it sound so terrible for that opening. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We went dark again. We had a little pause. We have gotten many sweet messages from you all that you understand when we go on pause. And you really don't have to be that understanding. We just, you know, this is absolutely not our day job and we're grateful for you. So we're back and we're going to talk about a juicy topic today.
1: Yes, we are going to talk about ultimatums, something that... I feel like people are thinking about because of the Netflix show, which I haven't watched, but you have, I think, right?
0: Yes, I have. I have unfortunately watched many, many episodes, not because I wanted to watch them all, but uh, yeah, it is, it is batshit, but it is definitely a good uh, launching pad for us to talk about ultimatums. I'm also, you know, going to be real honest here. This is our second start. (laughs) (laughs) We've already recorded an intro. Luckily, I caught myself, you know, five minutes in. I had not turned my recorder on. Super cool. Liza made me feel okay about that. Uh, But I do just want to, again, preview that you may hear some sounds that make it sound like someone's trying to break into my apartment. And that is because of the gale force winds in Los Angeles that, you know, just started around 3 a.m. today. There is bamboo slapping gutters (laughs) on my apartment. And it just, at the right angle, it gets real loud. So clearly, I'm struggling. But I can't complain because everything else in the world is worse. But just, just previewing that that background noise for
1: you. It's all good. There's raucous construction happening on the outside of my building. And I have my curtains wide open. And men on a, a window washer lifter thing keep uh, zooming by. So they're going to be looking into my bedroom while I sit on the floor recording a podcast and be like, what the <laughs> fuck is this messy, brawless woman doing on her floor? It's all good. We're getting through. It's a very it's a very tough world, and we are just trying to brighten your day a little bit. So uh, the noise, I hope you will forgive us for. But we love you guys. We're happy you're here. We're happy to talk about ultimatums. Let's do a consumption. Let's do a consumption. Uh, Eliza, what are you consuming? OK, so I actually, I have been, nothing is more boring than someone complaining about how busy they are. So I won't do it again because I do it a lot, but I have not been watching a lot of content because of, like, the schedule being packed. But things are slowing down this week, and all I want to do is watch content. So last night I finally started – this is embarrassing – finally started Only Murders in the Building, which you've told me a million times that, like, I would love – and I literally feel like, and I hadn't watched it because Jeff was like, I really want to watch it. He loves Martin Short and Steve Martin, like grew up with those movies. It's like very, like his family is like really into like the, those guys and their movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I literally feel like nothing has ever been made that was targeted to me so specifically. <laughs> I feel I'm like, did you make this for me? And I know like you've told me, like people have told me, but watching it, it was just so joyful. It was literally like true crime podcasting new york city comedy weird new york theater actors popping up all (laughs) over the place just like whimsy delight and i all i want to do now is like i think we watched three episodes last night and i was like falling asleep in the last one but i was fighting so hard to stay awake because it was just like getting late and i was like so sleepy um but like i literally just cannot wait to get home tonight at the end of my night and watch more of it I'm so my heart it makes my heart so happy
0: it is comfort it is delight as you mentioned whimsy joy yes I I'm so glad you like it I think it's
1: also like aspirational upper west side apartments I'm like this is where I want to live in my 60s and I will never be able to but I would really really like an apartment like this someday
0: I, uh, yes, it is many things. It is delightful. The three of them were maybe going to host the Oscars, except that they couldn't because of, I think, shooting or something. But that, I mean, this was public. You we know, I don't have yeah. some inside scoop, but that would have been fun. And like, get the Selena Gomez. What are they? The Sel- Selenators? They're called something. Her fans are really dedicated. Yeah. So like, get the younger people. I mean, well, who really needed to see the Oscars this year? So I guess... <laughs> yeah <laughs> never mind
1: the thing that's um, so weird is like I I had heard that like her performance was bad and like it is but it's it's weirdly it's that bad. Like, yeah it's, it's weirdly not bothering me because it's like everything is so good I'm like okay this show can have like a slightly weak link it's like so it makes me so happy that it doesn't even bother me I'm just I'm just thoroughly delighted
0: yeah it is delightful I love it I'm happy for you. Happy for all of us. What about you? Well, I have been consuming so much garbage, including a Sunday need to recharge day of watching all of the ultimatum, pretty much. Yes. Uh, so in as an antidote to that, I will share two quality pieces of content I've consumed recently. One is Gerard Carmichael special, Rothaniel. It's excellent. I've it heard is it's
1: really like yeah yeah unique. And it's special. very
0: cool to see him have this moment. He had a show a long time ago called the Carmichael Show, um, and has uh, just been doing great work for a long time. But then was hosting SNL, uh, and yeah, this special he comes out in this special he talks about it. That's like known before you go in. I don't I'm not spoiling it, or if I am at this point, it's very much out there. But it is just really nice and. Uh, it it feels very unique and brilliant and feeling Z, and the other thing I will mention is I again last night was like I need to watch something of substance if I'm just gonna watch all the time like it can't just be Summer House, even though I did watch that. Um, oh, Liza, we have to talk about your Bachelorette. Holy, oh my God. Hang on. Um, there, there's some consumption right there, but just to quickly wrap on the the eyeball consumption, not the, the mouth consumption. Okay, gross. Um, the drinking and eating consumption that we will get into. Uh, okay, you got to stop. Um, the eyeball consumption. Oh, I started Severance on Apple TV Plus, and I never go to Apple TV Plus, and this is a show... I almost think – I mean, it, it's not a spoiler, but I almost think in not knowing much. It is incredibly well made. Um, Adam Scott is in it. So are some other great actors, but I will just – I feel like that will help you remember if you saw a poster. Uh, ben Stiller directs it. It's like his passion project. It is really excellent. I'm two episodes in. It is like oh, – I'm like, this is complex. This feels like more like VOA or something. Like it's got like tinges of sci-fi. just makes you think – But isn't, like, a scammer show? No shade, because I I do love the dropout of the scammer shows. But I don't know. Liza, it's really good. Jeff
1: is obsessed. And actually, last night, which was, like, one of our first nights, we, like, could kind of lie around and watch content together in a while. He was like, do you want to watch the last two episodes of Severance with me? And I was like, no, definitely not. And he's like, but that's all I want to do. I just want to watch Severance. And I was like, no, we're watching something I pick. And we did. And it was fine. But he's so so into it and i'm dying to watch it also i went to i was at northwestern at the same time as rut lauer who was like an actor who's in it which like i she was like a theater department celebrity when i was there i certainly don't know her but i just feel like she was only like two years above me or something so i also kind of feel like oh my god like it'll be cool because i have i don't know i've been like tracking her career a little bit because she she was always like mind-blowingly talented and like a very nice person and like good vibes always but I just have been like, ooh, that's cool. I want to watch it because of this this woman alone. But also then like everyone's yeah. fucking shark. into it. it. Sh- yeah. Yeah. The yeah. cast yeah. is crazy. Like crazy. Yeah. yeah. It is a crazy
0: cast. It is also just the like l- the quality of the show. I mean, there's, I guess that's Apple. Like they're just spending money on shows. It looks so good to me. And yeah. I find it, I, there's like enough suspense that I really want to know what happens. But then there's also like, I, I just said it makes me, me think and you know those shows that make you think but like you're not really that you're like I know I should be thinking about things like this but I'm in the story too like totally. I want to know what happens so anyway really really big recommend and now we're going to talk about Liza's bachelorette before we oh get into ultimatums. Liza had a bachelorette guys she did in a glass house
1: it was so fun Kimmy was the championist and flew all the way here and then drove many hours and it was so so I'm still so grateful that you came it was really like a long haul for you and it was so fun and I cried so much and I drank so much like yeah happy crying joyful crying happy. a lot of feelings tears and it was literally like yeah it was a very very special weekend and also one of the first times I've browned out in a while. <laughs> The end of the we night were is like like sequestered. Yeah.
0: The Airbnb <laughs> was very like party vibes. So I think we all just suddenly leaned in. We were like, Well, this cannot be a civilized weekend. All right, we're going. We're going yeah. for it. And it took me a week to recover. So <laughs> I love age. I love aging. It was really fun.
1: It was it was so almost. fun. And oh my God. Kivy, can, we, can I, I need to shout you and Sarah Winter out in this and Katie Wigan. But um Katie, who is my Katie and my sister Sarah planned? The, the party and they did such an amazing job. It was like so, just like everything felt so correct to like how I like to spend time, which is just like hanging out at houses with the people I love and like, you know, like planned a yoga class and planned a like just so many like a chef and like so many special things that were just really like thoughtful and sweet. But my one of my favorite things was this game that was, I think, your idea, right? It is
0: no, I must give credit to my friend Gabby who's. I don't know if it was her idea, but like her friends did this for her, their friend. I remember it was called. I'll let you say it. Yes, okay, but it so it was not, cards against, against from Liza.
1: Yeah, and it's basically cards against humanity, but everything. All of the cards were like specific things that I like or are true to my personal brand, and it was so so fucking fun and like. So yeah, everyone submitted ideas and then Katie, my cousin who was pl- doing some of the planning, like, hand wrote them all on cards. That, yeah. Bless and Katie. Oh my god, It goodness. was so, I literally like, I like, you know, we were ha- pretty drunk when we were playing it, but then <laughs> yeah. the next night when I got home, Nick, my best friend was spending the night at my apartment that night at like my best friend from childhood and Jeff and I read through all the cards and we were all just like dying laughing and it was so delightful and fun and just it made me feel so happy and like I feel like just everything about the weekend was really special I'm just like splooshing about it now but I was so great
0: I'm so glad no I just like I'm glad you brought that up because highly recommend doing this you basically just like to get ideas when we were first starting I was like you put it in an excel and you make sure you have enough of the clue cards but just break out if you have the actual game or google what the cards say and then just do versions of that for your friend slash about bachelorette or whatever. Do it for a birthday. Like you could do it for anything, too. It was so because- fun. The
1: thing that I feel bad about is that I'm absolutely going to make other people play it with me now because <laughs> and it feels cuz I was like we got we played for a, a little while, but then some entertainment arrived, but I wanted to play like, <laughs> I wanted to play more. So I'm like, cool, I'm definitely going to make like friends who come over play this game with me and they're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it to the wedding. We can play it at like the Friday night after party or something.
0: You should bring it to the wedding. Oh man. That what, what a time, what a time to be alive. Uh, okay guys, let's do a talk about, sorry, <laughs> let's let me explain the premise of the ultimatum because I don't think everyone's seen it. I don't think everyone needs to see it. It's not like Love is Blind. Love is Blind I prefer much more. And then we can talk about ultimatums. Then we can take a break maybe and talk about ultimatums in real life. Perfect. Cool.
1: I don't know the premise, so I'm excited about this and I may ask questions.
0: Please do. So the premise of The Ultimatum on Netflix, if you watch the reunion from the last season of Love is Blind, it's like they previewed it. Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey... hosting again it takes place in Austin I do feel like these shows do a really good job of being like this is the city we're in it's in Austin Texas and basically all of these couples who we know are at a certain phase in their relationship which please do ask me what phase that is um, they all have one person who wants the other person to become more committed it's almost in all cases to get engaged so basically the premise is you all come together as a couple someone issues an ultimatum And then you all mix up and you spend, I think it's three weeks with another person from one of the other couples. And then you come back and spend three weeks with your person. And then at the end, there are three options. You leave, your ultimatum was fulfilled. Let's say I gave an ultimatum to Tony and I was like, you need to put a ring on it in one year. Let's go on this show for three weeks, six weeks, whatever. I would date Someone, we'll call him Bobby, for three weeks. Like, we'd live together in one of the, like, apartments they put you up in. Then I'd go live with Tony again in one of those apartments for three weeks. And then at the end, I have three choices. I could get engaged to Tony if he proposed to me, if he wanted to do that too. Because remember, he also lived with someone else for those three weeks.
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, I could. Wait,
1: how do they pick, like, these other people?
0: They're all couples. They're all ultimatum couples.
1: So oh, I'm going to give shit. you, I'm going
0: to do a okay. little bit of spoilies on the first episode because I think it's it's fair and you guys can, it, it, there's nothing too shocking. But basically, um, yeah. The, just let me try to remember the three options. It's yeah, you leave engaged, you leave with your new person. I think engaged as well. I can't believe I don't know this. I've watched episodes. <laughs> and, Or you leave single. And like, I like that they're trying to pretend like they're progressive with this, incredibly archaic concept for a television show where they're like you can also leave single and so maybe someone will have a deep d moment just off the bat before I get into like how the show is set up nobody is deep d level on this show okay. nobody is likable so that is my challenge and yeah. it is so dark that I don't again I'm not recommending this I just think we need to talk about ultimatums but Everyone's also, like, 23 to 26, so it's Mm. confusing. And most have only been dating for two years, so it's also confusing.
1: That is so weird. Continue. (laughs) Okay.
0: So they all basically, like, I forget with the first scene, they're, like, on a roof with Nick and Vanessa – And they're like drinking together and they're like, you guys are all here because one of you gave the other an ultimatum, blah, blah, blah. And then they basically do schmoozing for I forget how many days, all living in this same like luxury building, hanging out by the pool. It's very like Temptation Island, Love Island, and love is blind. But I guess no blind. Just it's like that early phase of the pods, but it's just everyone's flirting and basically deciding, you know, who they're into, who they're not. Some people are hitting it off. Others like this girl Alexis are basically like unable to comprehend why she is like the Jessica. She is like the problematic blonde white woman. She is yeah, just got to have one. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching your partner flirt in front of you maybe or not flirt or just a lot of hateable people. am just going to keep saying that and then they get to some point where they have to make a decision on who they're going to go into the the first three weeks with and Whoa. so Nick and Vanessa have them all sit at a big long dining room table and basically everyone goes around and says like who they connected with and then says who they want to stay with and I I don't know how the producers figured out the order but basically the most insane part and this is how we all need to fix our brains um from thinking that we need to be married or need to have a partner there is one couple The woman does not want to have kids and that's like their bigger issue. So it's not like the traditional. He's issuing the ultimatum or is Mm -hmm. she? I I don't know. And I'm sorry to those of you who paid more attention to the show. It's a phone show. I'm on my phone. I'm on watching. Anyway, he suddenly he goes around and the woman he says is the best, Shanique, she's not into him. He's like starting to mouth across the table. I'm going to choose you to another girl. Quickly becomes very aware that he's not going to have anyone to match up with.
1: Oh, my and God. And he just
0: proposes to his the cur- the girl he came in with. Oh, and she my says yes. God. And you should see Vanessa's face just, like, drops. Like, it feels like something that they did not plan for. And that is just, like toxic 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 so that I'm just trying to give you a sense of the darkness that can come up yeah. on this show. but
1: whoa it gets
0: much better when you get into them living together with their new people and then coming okay. back together still this is wild if you if again, I just want to be very clear if you feel the need to issue an ultimatum probably time to go bye-bye like without I mean fine then get uh, there, there was like one girl who's like quite annoying at the beginning who then you end up feeling badly for it because she basically issued the ultimatum and it kind of There's, like, one couple with real chemistry, I feel like, and that's her boyfriend. And you're just kind of like, oh, boy. Like, this is really sad. Um, Yeah. Because you guys should have, like, figured this out on your own. No, anyway. But that is the show. It is, like, the most extreme version of an ultimatum. So, Liza. Whoa. What have you ever given an ultimatum?
1: Definitely not. I feel like (laughs) I'm the opposite. I mean, I am so... And I'm not, I, I don't mean that to sound like judgmental. I mean, I don't think ultimatums are a great thing, but I also understand why people give them and and if I had been a little bit more like confident at a younger age, I feel like I would have been able to ask for what I wanted more, which is not the same thing as an ultimatum. But like, I just think I, I was always like, whatever you want, I'll just do what you want. Ha <laughs> I'm so chill. Look at me. But I wasn't internally. But like I the thing that is tough and sad is that I have seen friends give ultimatums and I've had friends whose partners have given them ultimatums and mm-hmm. almost universally it has not gone well like even have seen some divorces happen after you know someone was ultimatumed into like getting married or it's just very it's very tough because I think that like as I'm getting older and seeing more and more relationships up close it becomes really obvious that the the ones that I think are respectful are ones where both people are considering each other's needs really regularly and Mm -hmm. I think an ultimatum is like basically if you have to give an ultimatum the other person is not considering what you want as a practice you know they're not doing it like in in a regular consistent fashion so yeah I don't know what about you
0: I've never given one and similarly like again for a serious relationship of my life is now before though I almost like wanted the strength to give one this sounds insane but when dating people who didn't really like me back but strung me along like I almost feel like I should have given an ultimatum maybe that's the wrong word but I should have been like hey are you let's be exclusive or let's or bye-bye and yep. I was talking to Tony while watching the the beginning of the show. He has not seen all of it. That was a me day, a refresh, recharge me day. Um, I was like, what about you? Have you ever given an ultimatum? And he was like, no. And then he was like, oh, yes, to you. <laughs> and remember oh my God. when we, had, we were doing this podcast and I was like, oh, I want to keep dating other people. But it was Liza, it was you, at your birthday. I went to your 30th birthday weekend and I got back and he was basically like, I can't do this anymore. You got to like pick a lane. And I was, you know, moving to LA that summer. And so I picked a lane and I needed someone to ask me to pick a lane. And I don't know if these are ultimatums and definitely not in the sense that this show shows them, but like it is interesting. And I, and we're going to talk about this more later when we talk about ultimatums versus boundaries. But like, Ultimatums feel more acceptable before you've defined the relationship. Once it's defined, I feel like they need to be illegal in your relationship.
1: Yeah, that's a really good delineation. I also think it's important to think about like the differences between ultimatums, boundaries and like asking have and like having standards for yourself, like being able to ask mm-hmm. for what you want and to only accept the type of treatment that you feel uh, feel comfortable with you know but it's so true like I think when when it's about committing and exclusivity it does kind of have to be all or nothing it does have to be like get on board you know I I need I need us to be exclusive or this has to end like that makes total sense to me but yeah I think that ultimatums around like marriage children putting any kind of pressure on results or or end or or like I don't know. Putting pressure on people to make commitments that they don't want to make is tricky because you are inherently asking them to do something that they don't feel ready to do. So I but I think that there's lots of times where like one person feels ready, the other person doesn't feel ready, and the person who feels ready has to ask for what they want and those are the situations where it's tricky it's like is it an ultimatum is it not an ultimatum like what does that word even mean so like yeah we can get a little bit more into that should we take a really quick break and then we can we can maybe like webster dictionary ultimatum let's do a quick break and we'll be back look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and
0: okay we're back (laughs) I tried to think of something clever and I could not uh ultimatums okay let's do it let's talk about what actually constitutes an ultimatum Liza in your opinion why what what it what makes it an ultimatum I know we've kind of just touched on this but like what's an ultimatum versus a boundary what's
1: the difference yes okay so here's what I'm gonna do I was being kind of facetious but now I'm actually going to look up ultimatum in the dictionary and read the definition because I think it's important okay yeah it is a a final uncompromising demand or set of terms issued by a party to a dispute the rejection of which may lead to a severance of relations or to the use of force whoa or the simpler one a final proposal or statement of conditions and I think that one brings more true, like a statement of conditions. You know, like, I think that that's, that's a thing, is that it, an ultimatum, by definition, has, like, some kind of negative um, response attached to it. Like, do this, do X or Y will happen.
0: Yeah, a threat. So I'm pulling the word threat, even though it's kind of aggressive, also from this uh, Women's Health article – Uh, By Madeline Howard, giving your partner the ultimatum is way more serious than the Netflix show lets on, experts say. And this is an expert saying ultimatum, Janet Brito, ultimatums typically involve a threat towards someone who does not follow through with the request. And that does feel like the definition, though then I'm still like, but Tony still gave me an ultimatum because the threat was like, he's going to leave, but it wasn't. Or was he but setting a boundary? That's
1: where these things are are really tricky, and I think Kimmy, what you said earlier is so smart. That like when you're in a committed relationship, punishing your partner for anything is probably not the best. You know, even if they've actually done something wrong, like punishing someone doesn't really work, or threatening, or putting conditions on something. But I think when you are Okay, it's almost like a a contract, right? Like I feel like when you are hooking up or dating or like before you're exclusive, you're negotiating the terms. And Mm -hmm. at some point in that, anyone has to be able to say like, look, if we can't come to the right terms, I have to walk away. And I think that that's like a really important part of that. And I've done this and I've had this done to me where I've had people ask me to be their girlfriend or I've had a person. I'm not that popular. <laughs> Ask me to be his girlfriend, and I didn't want to, and I just evaded the question, and then strung him along, and that was really poor behavior because I think neither of us were like mature enough to have a, a real conversation about where we were at. But if we had been, I think he would have said like, "I like you. I'd like to be exclusive. I'd like to turn this into a relationship." And I would say like, "I don't feel that way," so mm-hmm. we would not, you know. In in that way, it's like when you are defining those terms, you're still figuring it out together and both people have to be – like that's the buy-in process. But then I think when you're like, okay, we're exclusive. We're in a relationship. You're my boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever you want to call it. Then I think like it becomes really, really, really problematic to push someone into something they're not ready for. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have to push them, like, yeah. and it's okay if two people aren't ready for the same thing, but I-, I think you have to be like trying to, it's like trying to carry a sofa up a flight of stairs, you know? There's like just little adjustments and you're both carrying something and you've got to like work together and sometimes one person will be bearing more weight, sometimes the other and, you know, like it's yeah. it's something where you both have to be in it together and figuring it out. And the way to do that is not to threaten or put conditions on someone or, you know, any of these words we've been using. Like, that's not – because if you have to do that, that means the other person doesn't want to and they're being backed into a corner that, like, is going to make them, like, resent you, I think.
0: Yeah, and if you have to do it, you're not with – like, life is short, one life. You're not with the person who probably you should be or yourself like being single I think a lot of the idea of an ultimatum or or many ultimatums that I've witnessed and you know this show even is stemming from kind of the same societal pressures as much as yes it feels insane that these people are 24 it feels like some of them have deep seated they're just like I met my person I'm not that far out of college like I'm supposed to be with this person I'm supposed to marry them I'm supposed to have a kid soon it's like Kind of wild. I don't feel like they're just all trying to get famous. They seem, and maybe it's, they're not all even, I I don't know if they're all from Austin, but it just feels like there is a lot of like ingrained, like there are parents, the parents come onto the show and stuff too. It just feels very like I met a person and it went great for this many years. So this is marriage. And I feel like, you know, for some of us who maybe haven't had that experience coming out of college, it's like I hit this age and this is marriage. This is marriage time. And all of these things kind of are, in I don't know again what I've witnessed where these ultimatums come from and they have so much to do with you know not even yourself versus the other person it could have to do with what you want like you really want a kid but it's almost more like what you think you should be doing than what the other person wants it's either about yourself or what other people in your life or what society or what you look like to the world it's all about that and it's not about the other person and like you know, one, you should be with someone who, you know, wants to meet you where you are. But two, like, you should also want to treat your person in a way where, like, they're getting what they want, too. And that's probably a really painful realization some of these couples will go through. But I don't know. I find ultimatums, like, I think it's really easy to get selfish if you're issuing an ultimatum about, like, engagement or something. Totally. Yeah. And, and like, and, and get blinders to, like, you don't even have to be with anyone. Nobody said that except for pressure in society. Yeah. 100%. It all stems from like this fear, this like way we look at being single as a plague, which is insane, as yes. we've spoken of.
1: And it's so funny because I wonder if the contestants on average are from, are, are mostly from Austin or from Texas. Cause I also think that like being someone who's from the East Coast, went to school in the Midwest, and has a lot of friends who are from both areas, I have noticed that there are the people i know who are from midwest originally did get aver- get on average get married and have children younger i think that like it is there's a cultural difference and i think that like marriage is seen as a goal in your 20s more in certain places so for me who feels like i'm too young to be getting married at almost 34 it's like my my view of that is very different but Mm -hmm. the like the pressure to get married and to start a family young I think is like a very real thing in a lot of parts of the country still and still really plays into people's like self-esteem a lot and I mean it it happens everywhere I also know people like that in in New York who are who have lived here their whole lives but I think that like the the feeling of putting yeah i mean you already i'm just repeating what you said but you said it better but like the feeling of no. of an ultimatum is about like being results oriented about your romantic life and your yeah. like status as a human so that you can you know like that's and that to me is so against it's almost like being goal oriented around weight loss and like wanting to see a certain number like that's going mm-hmm. to make you hate yourself and it's going to make you put pressure on yourself and like whereas like trying to you know take care of your body because it feels good or you have more energy or whatever is like a very different type of thing like you're focusing on the result and not the product the process mm-hmm. sorry you're focusing on the product and not the process I feel like I'm so raucously not eloquent today
0: no not at all no no, no. you've had like 10 great analogies like let's let's be real here no but you. like
1: that's yeah that's the thing that's like upsetting about ultimatums is that you don't feel okay with letting your relationship unfold in the way that is natural for you and the other human that you're in a relationship with and I think so much it's because of outside forces and like those are not the people who have to like wake up and go to sleep and live their daily life with your partner like the only person who has to do that not has to gets to do that is you so to like Put that kind of external pressure in your day to day life just doesn't seem like caring for yourself.
0: Yeah. Why don't I read some of these? Because it's not just the marriage ultimatum. That's what this show is about. That's what I often think about. Uh, And kids, it's like really always the ring, though, right? (laughs) But. It's, you know, as we've discussed, it's about the energy behind. Basically, it's not setting a boundary for yourself. It's demanding something of another person. So let me read from this Women's Health article the four different scenarios they mentioned as kind of examples of ultimatums. And maybe we talk about how, what else you could do in a situation like this instead of setting an ultimatum. The first one, the standard one. So let's talk about how we could handle this other than an ultimatum. Telling your partner you want to get married and if they don't agree to do so, you will leave them. How else can you bring this up or just handle this?
1: Yeah, I mean I think that basically being being like, hey, like I see myself getting married, you know, I'm hoping to to like make that a reality in the next however many years, like how do you feel? I think you have to ha- yeah. enter into it as a conversation, and if they say, "I never want to get married," I'm, I'm really anti it. I my parents had a horrible divorce. I'm never going to get married. I think you'd be like, okay, well, like, how do you feel about like seeing how a relationship plays out and having some flexibility around that because it's really something that's important to me. And you, know, like, I think it, it has to be a conversation.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. And I think do you can like, this is where scenario? you can, yes. And this is where you can set boundaries kind of with yourself. You can almost ultimatum yourself. Be like, "Hey, if I don't get the answer I want from my partner by this time, like if he or she is really that closed off to marriage because of their family's divorce, if these conversations don't evolve within the next 6 months, like marriage is super important to me, so I am going to get out and be able to, you know, say why I'm leaving and and be really clear about that because we've had the conversation." I feel like you can set a boundary with yourself in a less toxic way. Uh, Yeah. What about this next one? Demanding that your partner stop being friends with or cut off someone you don't like or you will end the relationship.
1: Oh, that's – I don't love that. I mean, here's the thing. I think it's about why you don't like them. If it's like yeah. say your partner has addiction issues and it's someone who's like always getting them like to drink or use drugs. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it, yeah. if you can drill down and be like I don't like this person because they make me concerned for your personal health or safety, my personal health or safety, my emotional health or safety. Like if there is a, a really like um destructive reason that you don't like that person, then I would be like yeah you gotta this is really fucking bad and you have to stop hanging out with them and like that might just be it if it's any yeah. other reason I think you have to again I feel like my answers are gonna be boring because it's all like have a conversation talk about why you don't feel comfortable with them talk about what it brings up in you and also like before you bring it to your partner if it's a friend of theirs that just rubs you the wrong way or they annoy you or you think their laugh is abrasive then you have to get over it or they're the gender
0: your partner is attracted to
1: yeah totally yeah yeah If there, But I think that if there's reasons that, you know, if you have suspicions or anything like that, like I think the first thing you want to do is talk about it with your therapist and try to understand why you have the issues you do with them. Mm -hmm. And then I think you can kind of go to your partner and be like, I feel uncomfortable because of X, Y, and Z. And I've thought about it and I've talked about it in therapy and I want to talk to you about it. But I think that like you have to get right with why you feel uncomfortable with the friend first, you know? Yeah.
0: What about like, I don't know the answer to this. When it's like you want to set a boundary like that you both don't talk to your exes or that they don't talk to their ex. Maybe you don't have the same kind of ex. Like is that okay? It feels like it's sh- ideally it's something that would just happen anyways. But yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean it's so specific to the ex and the type of relationship they had. And like you know like obviously there's there's differences here of like – you know they could have kids together they could share a dog they could there's all kinds of there's all kinds of middle grounds here but I would say like again it's like why are you uncomfortable with them talking about talking to their ex yeah
0: uh okay this last one is interesting because again I think it's something you're allowed to want in a partner but asserting that your partner must get a job or you will no longer want to date them and obviously this could look so many ways it could look like someone who just is lazy and doesn't want to get a job it could look like someone who just lost their job and is having a very hard time getting a new one. Like this is – we've never really talked about this. Like dating someone yeah. who's unemployed, this, this is very challenging.
1: Yeah. but Ask yeah. all my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, I can't get any work. Um, what do you think? I, I feel like I keep saying the same thing. So what do you think? What would you do? No, no, no.
0: You're – you, it, it's because it's the same answer. Um, I think it's about, again, you can't like put the ultimatum. That's like cruel, no matter why they don't have a job. And if, if, if it's really the point of like that, that really like lazy dude playing video games vibe, like maybe, maybe this person is just not ready for a relationship with someone who wants someone who's also going to contribute to the, the household. If, even if you don't live together, you know, take you out to dinner with their own money again yeah to your point Liza you can't you just have to talk about it but I think the issue with any any of these scenarios is once you've gotten to the ultimatum I'm gonna in good faith assume you've you've spoken about it at length with the person already and nothing has changed so you actually don't need to issue the ultimatum you need to leave (laughs) yeah it's really hard and easier said than done it like especially if it's been a long time that you've been in this relationship and even if it's been two years and you're 24 and you have the whole world ahead of you, like these, yeah.
1: these shows. That's even more of a reason to leave. I mean, this is the thing that I think I'm realizing is that like being in a relationship is an ultimatum, like because you can always mm-hmm. leave. And this is something that like I, Jeff and I have talked about in like doing the stuff that we've been doing in the last few years, like combining our finances and like making these really big like leaps of faith in each other. and. I feel so unbelievably confident in our relationship, but everyone feels that way when they got married. So we've talked about like having like how we would divide things if we got divorced and how we would try to treat each other and and try to Mm -hmm. keep in mind, like being respectful of each other as humans. And like, and I brought up those conversations because I thought it was smart. And Jeff was like, I hate this. And I was like, I know, but like, you don't, we don't want to be having these conversations when we're mad at each other or fighting or whatever like we want to we want to have an idea of how we want to be to each other even if our marriage doesn't work out somehow again i have i have like very few concerns about this knock on wood but no i think that like yeah yeah being in a relationship is the ultimate ultimatum because you can always walk away and that's true if you've been in a relationship for 40 years like it, it's always an option for you to say like I am not receiving the treatment that I deserve or I am not seeing effort from you or I'm putting yeah I'm putting all the effort into you and you're putting that into me and I don't feel considered or seen or whatever it is and like you know you you hope that it's very scary to know that the other person could always walk away. That's why, like, being in love is scary and, like, giving someone your fucking heart and soul is, like, scary. But that's also, like, the the reason not to put these, like, additional ultimatums. And I think that is also the difference between an ultimatum and a boundary is that a boundary is saying, like, okay, I've tried and we've had the conversations and we've done the work and we've gone to the therapist and we've, you know… And I'm still not seeing effort and energy and, like, intention from you. So, like, I'm going to call it. Like, that's mm-hmm. – I think that is a boundary is, like, put it, doing – you know, do it, knowing that it's always up to you to be in a relationship or not.
0: Yeah. No, it's a – like, it's a good reminder, too. Again, so much of this is kind of rooted in that I have to have a relationship to be a human, which is yeah. just so false
1: totally my parents want me to get married and have kids my parents so. yeah
0: i want to post the instagram picture i really think that's a real thing like i want to have that hit of like posting the wedding photo or yeah weddings are expensive man don't do it no yeah just kidding. no actually
1: don't <laughs> I, do it I'm from kidding. from the inside <laughs> don't do it it's so expensive <laughs> and even in the places i thought i was gonna save money i'm still just bleeding cash my parents and just parents are paying for most of it which is very kind and generous of them but even then just trying to make myself look decent for one goddamn day is just i'm like oh my god money um so yeah go to city hall kids go to city (laughs) hall everyone says it this is not a hot take or an original thought but (laughs) don't bother
0: All right, should we do some quick hit questions on other topics so we don't bore you all? Basically, if someone's giving you an ultimatum, get the fuck out too if you're receiving one. We keep talking about if we're giving Here's one
1: one last question. If you feel yourself wanting to give an ultimatum, thinking about giving an ultimatum, what's the first thing you do, Kimmy?
0: Go to therapy. No, you have the conversation Kind of as we've said, I think you come from a place of love like, hey, I really want you. Like in, in this article, they do talk about the job scenario and how to respond to it in a way that's okay. You're still allowed to set some standards. I think you you get real with yourself about what you are looking for, like what you're actually looking for. Yeah. Uh, and you bring that up in a way that really leaves it open to the other person to respond why and, M, any of the above. Maybe totally. someday, maybe never, never for sure, you know. It's hard. Also, I think the thing is a an ultimatum, Could I could see myself be like, ooh, that feels good because it feels powerful versus being vulnerable with your feelings and knowing that you're putting yourself on the line and being like, oh, no.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You could get hurt, but it's better to yeah. get hurt than to have someone – commit to you in a way that they aren't ready because they are afraid of the alternative
0: yeah because that's never gonna work out it's no. and it's sad and we've all seen it and it's sad and why yeah. do you want to be in a relationship that's where you're not getting everything you deserve I don't know Totally. why do you want to be in a relationship with someone you had to force there why do you want to you know say yes to someone who had to you
1: there I, it's tricky yeah totally the Email show is us. toxic. Email <laughs> us your ultimatum questions or your thoughts or if you've been in those situations. I'm genuinely, like, curious as to how this has affected people because I've seen it, yeah, like I said, I've seen it affect friends. I've seen people be like, okay, like, I guess we'll, I'll get married now and then yeah. it doesn't work out, you know? <laughs> so,
0: Is breaking up with someone because they haven't proposed yet and then <laughs> asking for a friend, literally not asking for myself, and then getting back together – is that a weird kind of ultimatum?
1: Sure. Dude, but like also this happens to, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this so far. This happened to Jeff's parents where oh. like the, you know, Jeff's dad wasn't ready and Jeff's mom was ready. And they so she broke up with him, moved to Brazil, got like a badass job in Brazil and moved to Brazil and like was like, fine, I'm out motherfucker, left. And then he flew there and proposed and they had a very happy marriage. So you thing, know. that feels like
0: a better version. That feels like it's more about you. If you're like, fine, yes. I'm taking myself out of
1: this equation. Totally. So I think and I think she do like what you want with that. Totally. I think she like had fun with a lot of like hot Brazilian guys, too. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. she I think she was like, I'm going to go have a rumspringa. And he realized what he had lost. And I don't know if that was her intention or not. Um, But, you know, it. it I just said all this stuff and then was like, but here's an example of <laughs>
0: Well, I don't I don't know if the breakup I feel like it's a way more about sending setting your own boundary than forcing something on something yes. someone else. It's it depends on the situation. I yeah.
1: Think. That's the thing I is I think she nice. basically was like, Great, I'm gonna go have a great life without you. I don't think it was a way of like follow me to Brazil. Like I don't think that yeah. was the thing. I think he realized what he was missing, but I don't think she did it so that he would realize what he was gonna miss. Is my general understanding of that story. But I do know that she had a lot of fun in Brazil. <laughs> That was always that was always That's made amazing. clear. I like that it's made clear. Like yeah, like you wound up. Yep. No. Yeah, about totally.
0: <laughs> They'll always have Brazil. She'll always have Brazil. Yeah. Okay, let's do some quick hits, Liza. This let's is kind of it. related in my opinion. Uh, talked some shit about a friend's ex when they broke up. Now they're back together. What do I do?
1: Oh, I've been there. I've been there too. We've it's all been there. It's so, so- you have to yeah. learn the lesson. You just learn the lesson. Yep. <laughs> yep. I what mean, do you actually do? I think you just have to keep it about your friend. Is it good? Are you happy? Are you feeling good? Then I'm happy. You know, like yep. or I think you can pretend like it never happened and just treat the ex well. Because ultimately you do want to make your friend happy and comfortable, and I've had this happen and then the person gets married. And it works out really well. And I've been wrong. Like, that has absolutely happened. So, you know, I think you just have to, again, be thinking about your friend who you care about and love. What's best for them? What's best for your relationship with your, your friend? And I think in most of those scenarios, it's like, smile, fake it till you make it. And unless the partner is abusive emotionally or physically, get on board, you know?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess we have talked about this maybe recently because I feel like I've said this out loud. But yeah, If, if you've said it so you can apologize, you can you can say like, hey, listen, at that time you were really unhappy and I was, you know, the thing is your friends probably asking you to be like, no, stay when they're asking for advice and they're unhappy in a relationship. But again, we all learn it the hard way. You can say that's kind of how I was feeling then. I don't feel that way now. And to your point, Liza, just be such a suck up to that partner. Um, Yeah. yeah. Treat
1: them well. Treat them nicely. And accept that you could have been wrong. Don't look for reasons that you could have been wrong. You know, again, it's all about your friends here in this scenario. So think about what's going to make them make it work out the best in terms of their happiness.
0: Okay. Um, dating someone whose parents uh, had a pretty traumatic divorce. He seems afraid of commitment due to that. How do I
1: navigate? Ooh, we just talked about this. Um, yeah. That is really tough. That's really tough. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You go first. I, I, I think feel like I'm talking to- so much.
0: <laughs> it's these are The quick hits are always so hard because we don't have the full context. Here's the thing. Two things happen in my head. Two lanes, two roads diverge. One one, not to minimize his trauma. He can't commit and he's telling you that. And like if someone's saying it even in so many words, I think you have to hear them. So if you're okay with like seeing how things go, being there for him, I would just caution you of like, I'm not saying this person is using their parents' divorce as an excuse. It's a legitimate thing that's happening to them, but they're just giving you a sign that maybe commitment not on the table in the near future. Road two. Uh, they want to work through this and, you know, especially if it was maybe a, a recent divorce or even a long time ago, they just have some some fears about things ending, fears about maybe things breaking, abandonment. I am not a therapist. Okay, this is a therapist question. I think you just, if it's not, if we take the red flag out of it, best case scenario, I think you just have to listen. You have to be patient and you also have to take care of yourself. Like again, I'm being a little dramatic, but just you know, there are things that you've probably been traumatized by in your life too. So just making sure it's um again, a two-way street. Again, I'm going back to this being a big red flag, but I don't think it necessarily is. I think it's it's just a really sad situation.
1: Yeah. Well, you're feeling that way cuz you experienced something like that where someone used that as like an excuse to avoid commitment and that you know what I mean? Like I don't know I I think there is that is a realistic thing as much as we'd like to imagine that it's not but yeah I mean I think exactly what you said like hold space for them try to hear them and be present for them and help them work through it and be patient if you feel that they're worth it and then at a certain point be like okay well I'm a person too and like I have needs too. so how can we find some kind of middle ground here that's gonna like make both of us happy and feel okay. Mm -hmm. um and yeah just I mean I just think continue to go back to like is this a person like any relationship I think requires a certain amount of like light adjustments and and like it's like going to a chiropractor like just little shifts Mm -hmm. of like um understanding and expectations and like that's kind of like the fun part of it to me is like you're you're molding yourself around another person but that's a big process that takes a lot of energy and emotion and I think it's always worth thinking like is this the person I want to do this for and give this to this type of work and yeah energy um and if they don't fucking light you up from the inside you know if they don't like you don't really like you know if you don't really love them then you shouldn't be doing it like you know if you're not in love with them fucking don't don't uh should not be trying to fix someone who you don't think is like bringing you life force and energy and happiness and love.
0: Yep, it's a, it seems so simple. It's so hard to internalize, especially if we've internalized other stories about ourselves. Yeah, to not good enough or, or good enough for things. OK, one last one. I keep checking this guy I dated social media, even though I've unfollowed him. Uh, things kind of fizzled out. Do I reach back out or am I grasping onto nothing? Huh. <laughs> did you did you answer the question? I'm or no, he-
1: I think reach back out once. If it's a yeah. if it was a slow fizzle and you still feel like there's maybe something there. Life happens. Thing things get in the way. We've all experienced it. But I think like you give it one reach back out, and then that's it. You know. Yeah. And then stop checking the social media. Unfollow. Like just there's there is a one. This is a one time deal.
0: So there already was an unfollow, which is why I'd say I think this is. Oh, I missed that. Okay. This is this yeah. is I could have missed saying. Them. Yeah. So it it feels to me like maybe maybe let this one go yeah to Liza's nope. point from the previous question like you need someone who's all in. if you had to unfollow someone it means like they were like I used to get be like this I like it's like there's this like sick pleasure and the torture of like ooh, what are they up to is there what's ooh? Ah, why didn't that work out it's it's like a distraction to yeah. keep you from something that's more amazing I think totally. again these are tough because they're shorties
1: and I would always say, just get back on another goddamn date. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. What perfect ju- timing. Just get on the apps and, yeah, make it make, – refill the, the, like, the – feel excited about somebody else. Yes. Feel excited about somebody else
0: or feel excited about yourself. All right. Well, with that, thank you all for being here. Thank you all for being patient as we release new apps. We love you. Send us emails, states pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. DM us there, states pod. Sorry. Not super active there, but we do look at the DMs. So if you have a question, if you have a funny story, if you have
1: a, I don't know. If you have an ultimatum story you want to talk about. Yes, ultimatum stories. Yeah,
0: how they did or did not work out for you. My guess is they did not. (laughs) No. And watch the ultimatum on Netflix and tell me if I'm wrong that it is the most toxic show that's ever aired. Okay.
1: All right. Woo. We love you all, and go on a date. Go on a date.